Miyad Beno, Miyad Baila. A woman, we are, oh, sorry, we are in the Mishnah in the middle of Membez. <laughs> So, a woman can take a lulav from her husband and her son and place it back into the water on Shabbos. Now, the point of this sentence is that you're allowed to put your, your lulav back in water on Shabbos. Why the wife got involved over here, we'll have to deal with. Generally, we have to deal with why the wife got involved. But the <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not National Women's Day or whatever. It's yeah, we're finished with that day. She's, she's wet from doing the dishes. She right? Yeah, she she knows it's doing. Right. So, my wife's wife going to listen to the show. <laughs> that was Ellie Klein. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell what what's the good of the water, what's the use of the water. So Rashi says you change water and you make it cold water. And by putting the lul of Hadassah Monroe in cold water, it keeps it crisp and fresh. And that is a very, very minor form of tikkun mana. You're somewhat, you know, beautifying, fixing, maintaining your lul of an esser, which is it maintenance the same? It's like pulling up a water. Yes, which no, so, so it's mutter. It's right. mutter, which may, you know, why do we have to say this? Because someone could have gotten an idea that it's taken money. Now, what you're talking about is Bishel, and the rules by Bishel will be different than taken money. Um, taken money <laughs> has to be something that's not a malach elsewhere. So the rules by Bishel are a different, but the same idea. So you may get the thought that putting it in the water enhances it at some form. Taken money says the Mishnah no. And the way the Mishnah communicated this to us was by saying it's with a wife, which we'll see in a second. How old is this? <laughs> is older than a cotton? Because as opposed to the cotton at the end of the Mishnah? Uh, no, the same cotton. The one who's chayv and chenach already. Okay. Your wife need to do it. No, it's because it's motor. Okay. Okay. Rebbe it's not clear if Rebbe Huda's arguing. Rebbe Huda Eimer, b'shabbis You're right. On Shabbos, which was the last Mishnah that if the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, you shake your lulav on Shabbos. At least they did in the times of the Beis HaMikdash. So Shabbos, you can mahzir it. <coughs> in Yontif, in Yontif, you can even add new water. Which means if the water became room temperature, you could get fresh water from the well or from the tap that's colder, add it in, bring down the temperature a couple of degrees, and that is even more of an enhancement to the lulav, where generally malachas that are farming style malachas are usr, machlifen. You can even switch the waters out. You can even you know, spill out the old water and refill it with new water. So those are the levels that you can do even on cholamite. <laughs> Finally, this is going to be the main topic tonight, <laughs> a cotton that knows how to shake lulav can shake lulav. Now let's just, we'll dis- I guess we'll discuss this in the Gemara in a minute. Um, so asks the Gemara as we promised, Pshita, of course she could do it. Why, why are you involving the woman? So it says, Since a woman is not really <laughs> she shouldn't be able to touch it. It's mukta to her. Kamash one that it's not. 
So the Mishnah needed to tell us that a woman, it's not muksa for her to touch a lulav on Shabbos. Now this touches on a very, very, very important famous machlaikas. Anyone here, Svarni? No. A mitzvah, that's a mitzvah essay shazman grama. Can a woman, a woman do it? And if a woman, a woman does do it, does she make a bracha? Which means, <coughs> can a woman say on rule of an esrog, asher kitshanu b'mitzvaysa v'tzivanu al netilat Because she wasn't. The Ramah, the Ramah pastins that a woman is able to make a bracha on a mitzvah essay shazman grama, which we assume is axiomatic, meaning all of our wives make brachas on the lulav and esrog on sukkahs. By Sardin, they don't. The Machaber paskins that a woman was in Vitzivadu, so she's not allowed to. She's not allowed to make a bracha. So she wouldn't make Birchas No, so Birchas without getting fancy, she needs to learn most halachas. What is that? Oh, so now you're going Beis Halevi. Yeah, now you're going Beis Halevi. You're saying it's only... It's, uh, okay, it's a right? Right, it's a Hachshemitzah, because she only needs it for practical. There's no Tairah L'Shem Tairah. Yeah, yeah. That's fancy. Okay, I'm... Sorry, Christine. Is that enough for you tonight? I felt bad. I felt bad. I'm not sure what to do with it. I don't know. It's like a cure. It looks like good. It looks like good. It looks like good. Is it the cake ups in here? What about Phil? Brilliant. Phil is a separate woman. Women are allowed to wear Rashi's grand. They're all wearing Phil. And they make a bracha? That would be the same machlekes. Like would be the same machlekes. Like Is it not good enough to choose either? Or only, no, only, no. Only, only, yeah. only if you're seeing that. Yeah, only if you're seeing that. No, neither. That's like a, that's a, it's a Kabbalah dika inyan. That Bishas. Yeah, that's that's that. That's that. Um, um, the the Indian that you were talking about, that you shouldn't look at a safer ter Bishas Riyas says it's a Kabbalah dika inyan. It's only safer ter. They're not machlekes. Yeah, they have to work hard to see a same pair from those as not sure. That's really a small show. Country you're not Yeah. I've got plenty more. Glen Avenue up until recently. It's too rich to be pushed. Anyway. So they bring a raya from here. That, I mean, what do you mean? It, you had a hagmina that it's muksa for a woman? Rabbi Natam, and this is how we pass and holds a lady can make a bracha on, on a lulu. What does that mean that it's muksa? So they bring a raya from here that anyone that's not chayiv is not allowed to touch it on Yom <laughs> which obviously we don't pass and like, but that's the, that's the simple understanding of the Gemara. Okay. Sarabana. <clears throat> Once a katan knows how to shake lulav, he's chayiv in lulav. He's chayiv in chinuch. His father has to be mechanach in lulav. So now the first thing we have to understand is what is hayedel in anaya? If you give a lulav and an esrik to a six month old, I don't know, nine months when you could sit up, yeah, nine months old, he'll shake him. So what? what What's this greater age of a Yodeya Lenane? Yodeya. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? 
So I feel nowadays we don't uh, we don't have the right dots. You just trick the beer. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he had, he's the dots that he knows. Uh, yeah, well, he's not, not just shuffling. He knows what he's doing. No, it's a physical thing. It does. The Havana Yisachar doesn't have till he's 13. The Havana Yisachar doesn't have till he's 13. So the Arzarua says he means to do the Nanuim correctly. <clears throat> you know, with with some type of so that already is an older age. So now the question becomes, okay. So you're telling me that the age to be mechanach and cotton is when you could do the nanuim properly. I, the nanuim are not given the mitzvah. We just said yesterday, we said it many times in the past. Your yates is simply picking it up. So why are you making the bar for doing mitzvah lulav, for doing mitzvah lulav, a bar that is essentially a footnote, essentially a side point, a hinder mitzvah, a nice thing to do, but not the mitzvah. So why is the bar for chinuch cotton at a such a young age? It should really be. It should really be much younger, because who cares about nanuim when you can pick it up here? Yeah, I'd say. So the briskurov says you said nerechen, and really it's a ritvon daf in sukkah that until a person can be mekayim the mitzvah fully with all its pratim, there's no din chinuch. That chinuch, you're right. You're right. Nanuim are only a small part of the mitzvah. Nanuim are not the ikar of the mitzvah. But still, the chi of chinach doesn't start when the kid can only be mekayim a half-baked mitzvah. And definitely the way to be mekayim the mitzvah fully is with nanuim. So therefore, says to Briskarov that until the kid could do the mitzvah fully, even though it's not the mitzvah, you're not even any chinuch of the mitzvah. So if a kid's not going to appreciate the full mitzvah, not appreciate, it's the wrong word, do the full mitzvah, you don't even do chinuch on part of the mitzvah, even though you could technically be mechanachim in the deraisa. How does that work with benching? Like when they're only old enough to say, sir, like a, like, is it that they're... Yeah, so that, yeah. It takes time until they're old enough to say the whole thing. So do you, are you supposed to wait? Probably. Probably. That's brach rishayna. Bracha Achreina. That's that's Bracha is, is like interspersed with many the things that are deraisa. Tyre is deraisa. Mila is deraisa. There's all sorts of ingredients in benching that are deraisa that are spread out throughout benching. Well, that that's what litzvahs do. Yeah, especially in shabbos. So that's the age for lulos. Lehisatev, when he knows how to wrap himself. Chayev betzitzis. He's chayev betzitzis. Lishmart fillin, when a kata knows how to keep his fillin with a guf naki. Aviv loikeach leit fillin. His father buys him fillin. Everyone stops. Lulav also needs to be bought. Why is the why is fillin the only time that it says to be bought? So what you're thinking is Taisus not here. It's Taisus elsewhere. Because children are fortunate. So when you talk about tefillin, you say the word lekeach. When you talk about anything else, you know, you get it. You know, don't worry. But you don't even think about buying tzitzis or, or lulav. It's simple. When you talk about... Not so cheap either. Yeah, but it's not 2,000 bucks. You, know, you can get away with a $75 one. Um, says the Gemara, Yodeya ledaber, when a cotton knows how to talk, other than one day his father teaches him Torah v'Kriyishma. 
Tyramahi, what what Tyra specifically do we teach a child when he's able to talk? Says the Gemara, Amr Hamnuna, Tyra Tsiva Lanu Moshe, Meirosh Akilas Yaakov. You teach the child that the Tyra is our inheritance, and that is Tyra that you teach a child when he's able to talk. In fact, I don't know those of you that do Dafyami, we just had a Gemara a month ago that said that. Um, I forgot who wrote <coughs> 400 Sifre Tyre in his life. Um, it wrote 400 Sifre Tyre in his life. So they ask, it's impossible to write 400 Sifre Tyre in your life. Which means, you know, let's say you write one every month. You still don't live 400 months. Mm-hmm. Maybe 400 months. Yes, that's for me and you. Uh, that's for me and you. Moshe Rabbeinu wrote 13 Sifrei Torah on the day he died. Well, not a so that was Derech Neis or the other Pshadis he wrote the last words in it. Uh, but um, but it's impossible. So one of the Mepharshim answers, he wrote 400 <laughs> times in his life, that we see from our Gemara that that's considered an entire Torah in and of itself, and that's what the Gemara means. Says the Gemara. Those are bomb. Could have been Rahuna. Huna was close enough to her. Oh, so that, that's, this is Rahuna. Okay, fine. Okay, good. Um, Kriyashma Mahi, and what do you mean by Kriyashma? The whole three Parshas? That's a lot. So Mar says Pasik Risha. Pasik Risha. Hayedea Lishmar Gufai. Once a child knows how to keep his body tahar. So now we're going to see from the Gemara that there's two separate dinner. There's one halacha set on the body and one halacha set on the hands. Which means the body you can pretty much guard from becoming tummy. Your hands, it's a whole other thing, meaning even me and you, even me and you, if we aren't concentrating on what we're doing, we also need another Natilas. <coughs> that's why we wash before tefillah, and that's why we wash before meals, and etc., etc. So <coughs> me and you, we can, if we're supposed to, concentrate on where our hands are, but a child, we can't even expect him to concentrate on where his hands are. So there's two different ages. One age is a child who's old enough to make sure his body doesn't become Tameh. So then, Eichlin al Gufay Taharis. We will eat Taharis that touched his body. So if let's say, you know, a kid, Taharis touches him like this, if he's old enough to watch his body from becoming Tame, we will eat those Taharis. At a later age, Lishmaris Yadav, that he's even able to keep his hands and not, you know, some people like bump into this as they're walking. Some people like bump into that. So, you know, some people like, some kids, like they like walking against all these sensory kids. They like walking against the wall. So kids, they're not always careful with their hands. So when he's that age, then, Okay, the next morning is a shtickle hagdama. So the Torah teaches us by Saita that a lady and a man go into a room. We have no idea what happened in there. We have no idea. No, 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 Adem. If you have Adem, you don't need Mesach to say So that's a classic suffix. It's a prototypical suffix. And we're Machner. 
So we learn from there all Hilcha Suffolk. For instance, for instance, Suffolk Tova is only bad Bershus Hayachid, because that's where a center was. Suffolk Tova Bershus Harabim is Tahar, because we don't have a precedent from Saita. So we learn a lot of Hilchas Suffolk from how the Torah dealt with Saita, <coughs> because Saita is a classic Suffolk. You mamish don't know what happened in that room, and yet you act. So we see how to deal with Suffolk from Saita. So says the Gemara as follows. Hayedea once the child is at an age that he can be asked a question and answered. What happened here? Oh, the milk spilled. Meaning like sometimes you have a kid, like there's a disaster, what happened? But you know, at a certain age, you ask the kid like, you know, like, why is the window in many pieces? Because I threw a ball at it. You know, so there's an age that you can ask a kid and he answers. Well, that is something we learn from Saita, that obviously the parties in the room are of age that if we ask them, they may or may not answer, but they're capable of answering. So therefore, a child who can answer a question, then regular Hilchis Suffolk Tumah apply to him, which are Rishus Hayachet Sveikei Tameh, in Rishus Hayachet Suffolk Tameh, and Rishus Harabim Sveikei Tahar. Rishus Harabim the Suffolk is Tahar. Next, Hayedeh Lifreis Kapov, a Kayen that knows how to do Nesiyas Kapayin, pick up his hands, make five Chaloynais, like it should be done, then he's old enough to be a Kayin. We can even give him Truma at the grain warehouse, which means a cotton that's one day old, you could feed him Truma. So you don't need any amount of Das to feed Truma. But we have a Takana. We don't give people that aren't that don't look the part, you can't give them truma in public. Because people will see you giving them truma, and they say, oh, that kid has no idea what he's doing. Like, or that person is <laughs> mentally incapacitated, he has no idea what he's doing. We don't give people that aren't responsible people truma in public. Because onlookers will say, that guy's for sure gonna trash the truma. So we say, when a cotton reaches an age at which he already knows how to duchen, so he's already a real kind. So we can even give him Truman. People saw him in Shul, Duchenim. So people say, ah, that guy's a real kind. So it's not Bizyainus if you give him Truman at the warehouse. Says more, we'll give him Truman in the warehouse. If a child knows how to shecht, you can eat from his shechita, this is the halacha. That's as long as he's supervised by an adult, not for the night, for the chicken. So, and this is the halacha, this is the Gemara Fulun Paskins, this that a cotton can shecht, if he knows what he's doing, as long as <laughs> someone's watching him. Yachel lechel kezayis daga. Once a child is able to eat <coughs> one kezayis of grain, marchikin meitzay osay umeimei meiraglav arbamas. The halacha is, that any tsayer married lions, you cannot daven within four amas of them. Whether or not that means four amas of them or four amas of their effect, it's a machalikis but there's definitely a four ama area that you're not allowed to daven. Now, 
at what age does a person's um, waist count as waist? Says the Gemara, if the cotton came down, a kezai is dug on, then his waist counts as waist. Now, says Gemara, Amr Chizda, says Rechizda, Vahu, Shiyachala Echa Bechdechilas Pras. Now, a lot of kids can eat a kezai's dug on. You know, it's like one of the, like, the things like that I was never able to do. Like, feed a kid a whole jar of food, like, it's so slow. <laughs> like women just have patience. They're like, eat it, no. It's like, okay, any kid can eat a kezayis dugger, but how long does it take? So if you could eat a kezayis dugger, bechdei achilas pras, which l'chomra we say is two minutes, and l'kula we say is nine minutes, right? So we know what achilas pras is. So achilas pras, you know, like when you're eating matzah on Pesach, you have to eat it within four minutes or whatever. When you're breaking up eatings on Yom Kippur, then you have to wait nine minutes. So that's the... You let chew it in your mouth and then swallow it? Is that like a half stick between the bracha? Yeah, no, no, no. That's, that. no, no. Yeah, people do that. No, the people don't do that for the half stick. People do that so they can have a kezayis and the base hablia at once. Is that like a chumrah? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the terrorist says achila. Okay. <laughs> so like, when do you know... Is this a machlekes? Are you only, are you only chayv chaylu if you do it that way? <laughs> Yeah. So is this a machlekes? If you can't eat it, the achilus process. No, he's modifying. Yeah, no, he, yeah, that, no, he's modifying personally, and everyone agrees to both. If you can't eat something, it's not called an achilu, which is all over, which is true all over. Which is why, if you know, leilenu, we have to be makel for a person to eat on your kipper. We do because you're, it's not an achilu. Going back to the shocking, it includes We're in Mishmegdash. Yeah. No, it's not Pasal Avayda until it's a god. Yeah, I mean, you don't need a... You don't need a Avayda. Yeah, you don't need a Kayin for Shemitah anyway. But it's still true by Yisrael. Pesach and Aruch. In Mishmegdash. In Mishmegdash, yeah. That's the perfect Aztok, no? Right, I mean, you need a god. You need a god for Avayda, yeah. I'm saying there's no... Yeah, I think you need 20 for Avayda. I'm saying by regular Shemitah, it doesn't have to be proper Aztok. It doesn't have to be proper yeah, it needs proper dust. You need, you need so a couple of dust. But what, by Shrit is chulin? No dust. Maisa kaif. No dust. Maisa kaif. Yeah. I mean, the Gemara discusses, you need kayachadam. So the Gemara discusses, for instance, if you have like a wheel, and like you're, you're pedaling the wheel on the floor, and you're getting the thing shechted as it goes along, you get the shrita. Or if a tzakin falls from a roof, or if a guy, I mean, these are mamash gemara, so cool, I'm very lovely. If a guy throws a knife against the wall, and like a mamash shecht as it's flying, you know, the Gemara declares all these things are cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Said, yes, it's a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> what? The way they, like, have chicks, like, they have coming down the thing and you just... No, 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 If they do that, we're dead. No, we're not. It's not pushing by food. Huh? It's not pushing by food. Um, like in Hebrew National, they do that. <laughs> but they have no clue. Like these restaurants that got caught serving trafe, these people are. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. There's no Rahman inge- Patra. ingested it. Of course, there's Anis Rahman Patra, but the negative effects of the trafe of food are, are negative effects of trafe of food. It's like eating cocaine if you don't realize right. it. It's, still it's not like true, but like it goes away. Right. It's still there. Yeah, it's very scary. It's still there and it goes away. Um, and you have to have four amas. Right. 
So now the Gemara has an interesting, has an interesting flair. <laughs> the Gemara has an interesting flair. So we see that say only is the Nsayah if the eater can eat a Kezayah's Bechdechilah's process. Now there are two times in life when a person cannot. When he's a little baby and Nebuch when he's very old. Sometimes a guy is a very, very old man and like, I don't know if he lost his teeth or pushed it, he's very weak, and it takes him longer than Kedayas Chilas Pras to down a Kezayas Dagon. So, does his refuse not count anymore? Says more no. Ubegadol, when a person is an adult, <laughs> even though he's incapable of eating that quick, within Achilas Pras, it still counts as human refuse, Pasuk in Kehela says, the more um, uh, intelligence a person has, the older he is, Yosef Michal, the more is the stench. And finally, once a person is able to eat a Kezayis of barbecued meat, he can be included in the minion for Pesach. We know that a carbon Pesach, you need reservations. You can't eat a carbon Pesach. You can't eat a carbon Pesach unless you are counted in a Chabur. And you need to be counted in a Chabur. There's no such thing, which is, you know, one of the uh, classic hashes on Halach Ma'an. Uh, there's no such thing <coughs> as unexpected guests Pesach night because you were not in the, you were not in the minion, you were not in the count. So at which point do you have to count? You're, you're allowed to eat from a carbon Pesach if you're not in the minion. It just doesn't count. So at which point do you have to count your kids in the minion? Or are they just able to eat and not be counted in the minion? <coughs> when they're able to eat barbecued meat. No, it's a different age. It's when a kid knows what's good and what's not. Which means, I'm sure you've watched your kids, at a certain stage, they put everything in their mouth. Which is why you have to, like, the menchies have to be big. At a certain <coughs> stage, whatever they see, they'll put in their mouth. Good food, bad food, not food. Says the Gemara, Kate, at what age is that? Nice and like Tzrar Vizarke. If you give a kid a rock, you recognize it. This isn't food, and he throws it away. Egois Vinaitli. But if he sees a nut, he'll, oh, that's good food, he'll eat it. So at that age, when a kid can discern. Right, right, right. That, at that age, that a kid could discern what's good food, we can include him in Karm Pesach. Hadranach Lulavagazel. We're going to return to you, Lulavagazel. Hadranach Lulavagazel. Hadranach Lulavagazel. Lulavarava, Shisha, Vashiva. It's possible to shake Lulav or Arava six or seven days. So, let's just say what? What if somebody has Alzheimer's? Yosef Das, Yosef Mafa. Yeah, this time. Yeah, that's good. Okay, Aaron, you were waiting the whole time? What? No, I didn't. Aaron, which beer am I taking for Shabbos? You open Canvas on? That's not good. I can come to TA and open it. So my brother was just saying this here, so like, that's when he drinks wine all day, and then when he doesn't want to get more drunk, wants to maintain, switches to beer. That's like his, uh, this is my brother's Mahalach. It's true. It helps with hydration also. Oh, really? So yeah. 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 Sounds like you got it down to a science. <laughs> He's quite the experimenter also. <laughs> um, so like this, this is Pasha Zafa. Find the interesting thing in Pasha Zafa. 
והיה, והניח, וכל השם לוקח מכל איבך מסביב, תמחה זכר המלך. So let's translate this passage. And it will be when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you rest from all of your enemies, you will destroy Zechar Amalek. One second, one second. Hashem already gives rest from all of our enemies. It doesn't say most of our enemies, all except for one. It says HaKadosh Baruch Hu destroyed all our enemies. You will then destroy Zechar Amalek. So what's going on in this passage? Did Hashem destroy all our enemies or not? Fair horror. <coughs> Another horror is we find a fascinating phenomenon by Purim that we find nowhere else. <coughs> Every other Yomtif is celebrated on the day it happened. The Nes Hanukkah was Chof Hei Kislev. So we celebrate on Chof Hei Kislev. Pesach, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, was on Tesvav Nisa. So we celebrate Pesach on Tesvav Nisa. Yom Adin is Aleph Tishrei. We celebrate Shavuot Aleph Tishrei. Every and even July Fourth, like it wasn't a different day. July Fourth was the day they declared independence. Yom Tovim Havdil are celebrated on the day that the Ma'ira occurred, and therefore that day is special. By Purim, it's Mamish not like that. By Purim, the Jews in the rest of the world defeated their enemies on the thirteenth. Vinachu on the 14th, and then they, and then they, sell, they rest on the next day. So we celebrate Purim the next day. The Jews of Shushan defeated the enemy on the 14th, and they celebrate on the 15th. What is this business that by Purim, oh, and only by Purim, by Purim and only by Purim, do we celebrate the Yontif? The day after the event happened. You know, okay, fine. That year of Rashtetzach, they probably weren't in any state of mind to have a yontif when they just finished a war that they thought they were going to lose. But when we were misakinin as a yontif, Lashana Acheres, when we were misakinin as a yontif, we should have been misakinin on the day it happened. That Lachera is the auspicious day. The tarot to both of these is that Amalek. Mechias Amalek, Mechemes Amalek, Mechemes Purim, the Yontif of Purim, are all Haman is Enikol of Agog, is an Enikol of Amalek. It's all the same battle. It's the battle against Amalek. Amalek is not just a force; it's an ideology, which means Amalek we know represents the antithesis. <coughs> Of, of what we believe in. We believe in everything is Bashkacha. We believe the Rebbe runs the world. Amalek is the belief that everything happens b'mikrit. And, and Amalek's ideology is insidious. And any encounter with Amalek leaves you, and it's very, very hard to really, really believe that a Baruch Mamish controls everything. Any encounter with Amalek is not finished when you kill him physically, because you were exposed to Amalek. <laughs> what one must do after one defeats Amalek is rid himself of Amalek, is rid himself of this idea. Amalek really has a kayak. You know, the Gemara says, Gaim Amalek, 
that there's one guy that fights against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Gemara really talks about Amalek's Kayach. Amalek really, really has a Kayach in the Velt. Amalek's Kayach in the Velt, which still exists, is the ability to not see Hashem in everything. The ability... The, the Amalek's ability is to show you that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not involved in everything. And we're constantly fighting that. We're constantly struggling with that. That's why everything with Amalek is the day after. Yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu helped you defeat Amalek with the war against Amalek. Then you have to Timcha Zecher Amalek. Then you have to do the more important job of ridding yourself of Amalek. Purim, we defeated Amalek on one day, but we're not ready to celebrate yet. We need another day. We need a day to like, look at the big picture and say, wow, Hastar Hastar's Panay, but the Maisa, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did the whole thing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up the whole thing perfectly. And that is the extra day. Every encounter with Amalek, we don't just celebrate the physical victory, we celebrate the ability to reflect on who really runs the world, which is the real victory against Amalek. Sorry. Sorry.